Have you ever wondered whether the problems in the world today would exist if we had deeper connection to ourselves, others, and the environment, and acted from that place? Welcome to the Conscious Action Podcast with your hosts, Brian Burnerman and Kayla Grimville, who believe that connection is the key to taking conscious action as individuals and creating a better world. We are here to raise awareness and inspire meaningful action by sharing stories, knowledge, and conversations with thought leaders and changemakers. From sustainability to well-being and everything related to conscious living, our mission is to empower you to be the change that you want to see in the world. Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of the Conscious Action Podcast. I am Brian Berneman, your host. And for this episode, it's a solo episode. And we're going to explore a little bit the idea or the concept of holding multiple perspectives at the same time. So this has been one of the most fascinating topics for me. I have been exploring this for the last 12, 13 years since I was introduced to the idea that in the 12th century or perhaps it was in the 14th century, some Tibetan monks were actually exploring this idea of any time that they had a thought or a judgment about something, they will try to invite three different other perspectives for that same idea before they would actually come to a conclusion or say something. And I thought that's so interesting because that's not what I used to do. That's not what the majority of people do. We have a thought, a judgment, and a lot of times we just share that. Um, whether we are right or not, whether we have thought about that from a lot of different perspectives or not. And I think that one of the keys for that for me is the understanding that I have my own perspective of life, right? I'm here, I'm talking, I'm seeing what I'm seeing, I'm seeing a microphone, I'm seeing a computer. But if someone would be even here, just on the other side of this table, looking at me, their perspective is already different, not only because they are standing in a different place or sitting in a different place, but also because they have their own lenses through which they are seeing the world. They have their own upbringing, their own cultural understandings, their own um, language understanding, the meanings that they have attached to different words. And that creates a unique perspective for each of us in life. So a lot of times when you know someone gives another person advice, it's great. And also, it might not be the advice for that person, because that person operates in a different way. And I think that this is one of the interesting things as well of understanding. How are we seeing life? The more that I started to explore my understanding of energy, the more I started to understand that what I'm seeing is not just what's out there. So I can feel something even though I cannot really see it. So in that case, which one is true? What I am seeing or what I might be feeling? I have my hand here, my body. If I believe that there's skin here and this is something that is physical and that it has this form and shape, I am right. 
And at the same time, I could say this doesn't exist. And this has been proven scientifically. This, if I go through a microscope here, there's no such thing as skin. All that there is is different particles and atoms and neutrons and electrons just moving at a super fast speed that makes it so that I might be experiencing it as something that is skin. So how can I experience at the same time both as real? And this is one of the things for me that is so interesting about this topic of holding multiple perspectives. Because this on an everyday life enables me to actually relax my narrow point of view that a lot of times I have. And it enables me to just soften and to be able to allow for more than what I might be allowing at that moment. If I see something happening, I might not feel attacked because I can hold the perspective of, oh, that person is actually going through something. When many years ago I was driving and, and I went to, to see one of my teachers and there was a lot of traffic and a lot of stuff happening and someone else came late and she was like, oh, this person just, you know, like, they were crazy and they almost created all of these accidents. And I was like super fuming about that. And my teacher's like, could you see as perhaps that person was having a baby and they were rushing to the hospital instead of complaining about them, just seeing that perhaps someone else's experience was they were in an emergency and they needed to go fast. And that, in a sense, was helpful for me because it enabled me to actually, what I don't know exactly, I can hold that in compassion. I can hold other people's experiences and their actions with compassion because I have no idea what has happened to them in their lives. What are the things that they learned and been conditioned and programmed to do and how we all do things is unique for ourselves. So the more that I can allow, I don't have to agree with everything. I can allow. And then I might be able to have conversations. This is critical for me with what's happening now in the world where there's so much separation, there's so much polarization, there's so many things that feel like everything is so pressing. And yes, there are pressing things. Yet at the same time, we can meet with each other and we can see what are the views that we are holding, what are the worldviews that we are holding, and how can we move forward in collaboration, in co-creation, in an understanding of the needs of everyone. This for me is super important for my well-being. I'm not getting as attached to certain ideas or thoughts or ways and again, I don't have to agree with things and how everybody else is doing it. I just need to find what's my way of doing things. So understanding this is for me that one size fits all doesn't exist. This is why with most people that I work with, I don't have like an ABC program 
everything is completely personalized to that person because that person is different than everybody else. So what works for that person is not going to be the same thing for that other person. So I cannot treat all of my clients as if they are the same. They all come to see me for a very different reason. So this, I think that is important to understand and to allow and to be able to hold these different possibilities at the same time, these different views and lenses of what's happening. You know, I, I think that not everybody sees the same things, right? And I think that we all believe that we are, yet we are not. I remember when I was talking with someone and we were laying down um, on the grass, looking at the clouds and the sky. And, and I was saying something, you know, about my experience. And my friend was like, what are you talking about? I was like talking about all of those lights and spheres of lights that I was seeing, which are the things that I usually see. And my friends like, there's nothing like between here and the clouds, there's nothing there. I'm like, yes, there are like all of the time they are there. And my friends like, no, there isn't anything. And I started asking some other people and that wasn't their experience. And I'm like, well, I am seeing something there and most people are not. And this is some of the interesting things about that. It's like, well, I had no idea until that moment that that wasn't the case, that people don't see the same things. And I find it really interesting that we believe that we do. We believe that we all understand the same thing. We believe that we all see the same thing, that we all see the same thing from the same lens. And that's where I feel like we need to create space. We need to create space for ourselves to notice if what I'm believing and judging, is it true? Where is that judgment coming from? And as well with others, understanding and holding that space for that conversation, that understanding, creating the space for being like, what do you mean when you mean this? When you say this, or what's your vision for this? Or what's your experience of this like? To be able to have a basis or a foundation for understanding of what do we mean when we mean certain things? Because I could be sharing something about some struggles in my life and another person's struggles might be very different. And that doesn't negate one or the other. It's just they come from a very different place. And the more that I understand this, again, as I said before, the more I can hold everyone in a place of compassion and love. Because everybody's going through their own thing. And in the space of climate action or climate change, there's so many times that I see people pointing fingers. And it's like, yeah, I would like to see some changes, of course. Yet those people are not evil people. The majority of them are not doing things because they are evil. It's because they are living within a perspective or a paradigm that they need to survive. So that means they need to amass the, the most amount of money and power or whatever that is that that looks like for them and not take into account how that might impact others or the environment. So it's not that they are doing that because they are evil and they want to destroy everything. I mean, as far as I know, that's not the case. I might be wrong. Um, but 
that gives me a very different approach towards other people and towards what they are doing when I can understand the paradigm they've been living under. So the more that I can understand that, the more that I can meet them where they are. And I do believe at the end of the day that everyone is a nice, kind, loving human being and they want the best for their lives. And if they haven't been introduced to the idea of how their actions can impact the collective, they might not be thinking of that. So how can I approach them in a way that is going to be opening, in a way that is going to actually lead to somewhere that it's not me attacking them or not pointing fingers at them or judging them due to what they have been doing? Because also I am not perfect and they could be doing that about other aspects in my life. So I believe that it's much more constructive to meet each other where we are and to be able to see what are the things that we believe that are core values, what are the things that we see moving forward, what are the things that we can agree upon, what are the things that we don't believe the same or don't see eye to eye, and how can we allow all of that? And the more polarization there is, the more this creates that separation and the more that everyone is so charged to go on bad heads against each other instead of allowing and creating space. And I know that, yes, a lot of times time is of the essence, yet creating more of that separation, I believe that that's not going to lead us to what we want. So the more that, again, coming back to perspective, what are some perspectives that you are holding? What do you believe that might be some something rigid? What are the places that you are either dogmatic or rigid or don't want to see that you have those blinders on and can only see one thing? When I see sometimes some people that say, you know, like, oh, I'm an introvert or I'm an extrovert, it's like those labels are not helpful because we start to believe certain things about ourselves and that doesn't necessarily mean that that's true. I have more introverted tendencies, yet that doesn't mean that I'm introverted. Yes, most of the time I might appear to want to spend my time by myself and do things at home, yet when I'm with other people, when I'm facilitating an event or a workshop or something like that, in that moment, I am not introverted. And that doesn't change the essence of who I am. It's the same person just showing up differently at different moments. So what are some of those perspectives that you're holding that can be opposing and you hold both of them at the same time? It's like this notion of, you know, we're living in this linear time so there's this moment now there's the past there's the future and on another perspective there is no such thing as time or time is not linear time might be circular spherical however we want to see that which one is true which one can i experience can i allow room for both or for multiple of them and I think that the more that we allow ourselves to do that, the more that we're going to get to the place of being more open, of being able to actually allow more, of relaxing, of softening. And that 
is so good for our nervous system as well because that creates that feeling of oh, it's complex, just melting. So I encourage you and I ask you to look into your life and to see what are those views or those perspectives that you're holding multiple ones at the same time. And perhaps at some moment you're choosing one, at some other moment you're choosing another one. What are the things that you feel like there's rigidity in your life? And what are those experiences that you feel like you can allow for more softening, whether that is within yourself or with others? I would love to know. I would love to know some more of your experiences with this, some more of your perspectives. And where do you think that there's space for exploring even more? So thank you for listening. Uh, and I love once again to hear your thoughts on this and your comments. So anywhere that you're watching or see or listening to this episode, let me know. And we'll see you in the next episode. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye. What did you like the most about this episode? Take a moment to think about what change you can make in your life today. Share your conscious action on social media using hashtag conscious action and tagging at conscious action and said so we can celebrate your impact on the world and create a ripple effect. One easy action we would love for you to take right now is to share, like and subscribe to this podcast. This will help us get these messages out into the world and inspire more people to take conscious action in their own lives contributing to the better world we hope for.